This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time on This American Monster. The team learned that they're searching for a creature that at least three times a month consumes the flesh and the hearts of its victims. They will have to search in the Swampset Forest, but they've learned that their quarry also comes into the city far too often. Hold it right there, you son of a bitch. And that's where we uh, we see that. And um, we kind of fade back into you with like a bum. And Ashton is is there. He's holding his phone in one hand. and uh, Or maybe it's spilled out. You can kind of describe that situation. But yeah, you um, are face-to-face with someone holding a gun. Oh, he has his nunchucks to kind of put his hands up. Like you said, one hand with the phone and the other with a pair of nunchucks that are just like dangling down. It's just like, uh, have you seen any, um, were panthers, sir? And he's like, what the, what, what, what the hell, what the hell are you, t- what the hell are you doing out here? What do you, what do you want? Uh, sure. Yeah. I'm with, um, if you could put that gun down, I'm with a, a really important organization. We're looking for, for something that's eating animals and, and things. What the hell are you talking about? Like, like I said, I'm, I'm with a really important organization. We're just looking for for some some rare creature that's been killed an animal. This sounds like you're manipulating this guy to me. Sure. Could you go ahead and make a... You want him to put this gun down and listen to you. Yeah. Sounds right. That is a... Oh, a charm roll. I'm good at that. So charming. Such a charming young man. I have a nine. A nine. All right, cool. So with a nine, um, is, does it work the same way where you have to give him some kind of concrete assurance? Um, let's see. On seven to nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take them uh, to do it. Sure. Yeah. So, what sure. could you do to uh, what could you do to give this guy some kind of uh, to give this guy right now something for that? <laughs> oh, um, he's going to gingerly put down his nunchucks. Mm-hmm. So he's unarmed now, of course. Sure. He was surely worried about that, the farmer guy. And then just show him the. Uh, I think we we said last time that he was going through uh, Dark Blades, Cryptologica. Awesome. Yep, yeah, that is yeah. that is perfect. And this guy, <laughs> this guy, does indeed put the gun down, and he walks up into like a little bit more of the light, and kind of uh, the moonlight kind of shows you that this is um, this is a shorter man, and there is no. He's probably upset that there are parts of him not covered in denim, um, but he's wearing a lot of denim. And he is played by Tim Blake Nelson. And he comes up and he's like, he's staring at the thing and he kind of like gawks down in it real, real close for a while. And he's like, I knew there was some kind of son of a bitch out here uh, messing up with my cattle. I'd, 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 I'd told Sheriff Brown a whole bunch of times and now I can't stay. Oh, oh, so, all right. 
So you're looking out here for this, what is it, a wear? I see you have, it says on here, wear bunny, wear mole. What are you, what are you thinking it is? Well, it, it could also be a wear panther, although... Wear panther. Huh. He's like, who, who you say you're with again? Oh, uh, Lorecourt, do you know of our band-aids? You're with the people who makes band-aids? Well, yeah. I have a full job there. That's, uh, that's, oh, I guess it all probably goes up to the top anyhow. So yeah, makes sense. Here, come, come on with me. And he's like, pick up, pick up your bike there. Don't, don't leave it out here. Who knows? I don't know if, does it say anything on that website for where Panther can ride a bike? Uh, I mean, not yet, but I'll keep looking. That's actually a good point. You better take your bike. Let's, let's go. Come on in. And he um, he brings you in. Um, uh, he has he can kind of tell you about his farm and that kind of stuff, um, and just give you some general information. So information you don't need any kind of role for because this guy's just down to tell you about this. Jed Stoltzfus um, has had over the course of a year or so, a little bit under a year, s- numerous instances of like cattle mutilation. So he's a cattle rancher. He has kind of a small ranch. And oftentimes, um, once, almost every month for about a year, one of his cows has been killed. And he can tell you that it's been like ripped apart. It looked like it got attacked by some kind of big animal. Um, And that's when Jed Stoltzfus drops the A-bomb on you. Aliens. And he's like, I've heard, I've been, I heard on, I heard on that show Beyond Belief with uh, the guy from Star Trek about aliens who get a, uh, come down and before they probe people and everybody gets abducted that they come down and they make sure cows get all cut up from the inside. And I'm gonna have to say that that's probably what's going on here. So yeah, it could be some kind of were panther or were rabbit, but that's not as likely I think as aliens because they can just get down and uh, mess these cows up. He kind of looks around. He's like, "Well, I didn't consider that, but I'll I'll add that to my notes." Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, you think you you think if I mean, all right. Let's say this. Let's say the were the were panther and the were rabbits and uh, the aliens are all in this together. Is there any way that because I mean, Sheriff Brown he won't listen to me none. I call him and tell him about this stuff, and he just. He thinks I've been drinking all the time, but I tell him I ain't been drinking since uh, back in 2000, uh, 2007. I, cu- I cut, cut myself off then, cut myself off. But till uh, uh, now, I call him up. He doesn't even listen, doesn't even come out no more. So uh, God, I guess I got to ask you, what's 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 the next step? How do we make sure these wear moles don't don't come on through? I ain't found any tunnels. Well, do you have? can you show me where the most recent mutilation happened? Well, I mean, it's dark right now, but yeah, I can give you a hand with that. All right. Now I'd like you to go ahead and roll. Investigate a mystery. Well, uh, got a problem, though, because that's a six. Mm-hmm. But I do get an experience. He'll show you pictures. He'll be like, oh, it's too dark right now. Uh, it's too dark right now to go out there and, uh, and bring you out from where, where, what, what, where, what y'all could, where what y'all could see it. But here, how about this? I took a bunch of pictures of it. Here, take a look at this. And um, he has a bunch of, just for the fuck of it, a bunch of Polaroid pictures that he's got. 
and it's pretty grisly stuff. It looks like a looks like somebody blew up a cow. Mm-hmm. And like uh, in several of these instances, and so there's several different pictures, and um, he'll he'll tell you that you know like the fences were never messed up, uh, no nothing destroyed the fences. Um, I never heard much of a commotion. He's like I could I could probably start bringing the cows in, but then I'm afraid that whatever's going after them will come after me. So I don't I don't want him to come in. I wish Sheriff Brown would get off his butt and do something, but. If you're working for the Band-Aid company, I mean, obviously this all goes straight to the top and there's probably something in this here that uh, I'm just not seeing it yet. And um, uh, very clearly at some point, he's like, don't look in there. And he closes a door. But you very clearly saw like red yarn all over the wall and like pictures of cows and like drawings of aliens and it says like, "Am I human?" Question mark. Powers? Question mark. And like, uh, yeah. And so he closes that door, and he's like, uh, "How much do you see? And what was in that room?" He's like, um, "Wait, have you been researching this before?" Uh, oh, and I, yeah, I think this guy just says, "That's not an answer to that question." He says, "Um." Listen, maybe we could combine our efforts. If you really have a, you know, looked this or have found some connections before, maybe that could help our, us in our research. He's like, I'm gonna go ahead and gather up all my pictures and ask you to kindly move along there, son. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got taped episodes of Jeopardy to watch and know all the answers to. And he gathers up his Polaroids and basically kicks you out. Mm-hmm. So. He's like, well, if, if you would like to share your findings, let us know. And you just... Here's my number. Oh, you give... Okay, if you give him your number, he's like, you can leave it on the table. That's when uh, you're able to kind of reconnect with those guys. They're able to figure. You're able to get a call to them, and they can come by with the van and pick you up. And um, the big thing is, you were able to spot some of the dates on. Um, you're able to spot some of the dates from when he found uh, the cattle. If you look for wider patterns that cu- current events might be part of, roll plus sharp. So, Alex, could you have Herbert roll plus sharp for me? Yes, Carl. Got it. What's your sharp? Alex's plus sharp is two. two. That's pretty good. Are you rolling a total of eight? Eight. All right. So, um, on a seven to nine, you'll hold one of these. Spend your hold during the mystery. So, throughout this mystery, which technically means this session, and if we're still looking into the same mystery the later sessions too um you can ask these questions is this person connected to current events more than they are saying when and where will the next critical event occur what does the monster want from this person is this connected to previous mysteries we have investigated how does this mystery connect to the bigger picture and you can hold these you don't have to spend these right away when and where will the next critical event occur? 
what does the monster want from this person? Is this connected to previous mysteries we have investigated? Which is useless at this one. Well, no, that's not true. You have the Gilman thing. And how does this mystery connect to the bigger picture? So you can ask those any one of those at any point. Okay. What's what's the um, next time and place that will have uh, um, an issue? Okay. Monster. So. Here's what I think happens. I think you guys get back together and Ashton kind of tells you about Jed Farmer or Rancher, I guess, Jed Stoltzfus. And Jed Stoltzfus is um, uh, Ashton kind of commits to memory those couple of dates. And with um, the date that you guys have of, oh, that jogger was killed on um, the night of the 9th. Or possibly during the in the dark hours of the morning of the tenth, um, you have that several other of these things. Alex is able to figure out. Wait a minute. They all all of the ones that Jed Stoltzfus has has something in common. They all occur on either a full moon, a first quarter, or a last quarter moon. So there is a pattern. It's not, though, every full moon. It's not every um, first quarter moon. And it's not every last quarter moon. I'll ask, I'll say, Mr. Blade, is this, is this pattern mean anything to you? I mean, I, I'm sure we're all familiar with the full moon's relationship with the werewolf, but... Is this quarter moon adherence mean anything? Is this a new kind of monster we're dealing with? Well, you know, it could be two monsters. I don't know if anybody ever thought of that. Clever. Hadn't considered that. So, there's, um, let me, uh, let me check the forums because. I mean, duh, obviously, werewolves attack, eat on the full moon, but um, maybe there's, you know, maybe maybe it's like an Australian werewolf where there are full moons when our quarter moon is. You ever think about that? So let me, I'm going to check on Wikipedia right now and make a post um, and put it on the front page. Genius. Could be a quarter werewolf. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so you are, is that you want to roll net friends or are you just trying to investigate a mystery? Yeah, I'm trying to investigate a mystery. Awesome. So go ahead and roll plus sharp. Carl. <laughs> you got 10. What did I get? Yeah. Oh, I didn't answer your next, I didn't answer your next question. Or I didn't answer your question actually before fully from your um, connect the dots roll, Alex. I apologize. So Herbert um, realizes a connection between these dates, but he also realizes a connection of this place. All right. He okay. said, well, it makes sense that these cattle would be mutilated, but how does that connect to, um, how does that connect to this student that was killed in the city, in that park. And you'd wager um, whatever did this has to have a connection between that area 
that city park and um, the Caniola City Park and this area of Dreefield near Jed Stoltzfus's ranch. And you do know that there is a state park directly next to or in abutment to Jed Stoltzfus's ranch. So there's the possibility that these three locations are important in some way or another to this creature. I'll chime in and say, hey, Mr. Blade, or uh, any of you men uh, who are more familiar with the internet than I am, do you know if Mr. Stoltfus has any relations or, or children or nephews or cousins that attend that university? Would he have any reason to be around there? Is there any way we can look that up? Um, maybe in Alex's investigative mystery role, we can find some information about that, specifically, if he's trying to find out about Jed Stoltzfus. But Alex, you got an awesome role, thanks to Carl. Carl, thank you so much. Um, on that investigative mystery role. So on a 10, you get to ask two questions. What's being concealed here? I think you further figure out, if you go to that state park, there's probably more things that like more victims basically that are there so that's what's being concealed well being outside isn't exactly my thing um but i think that's where we need to go well it's after five and i'm salaried so my wife will have my head there you go cold. and so in fact Let's let's see a scene of that just for a second. So what's your wife's what is uh Mr. Welker's wife's name? Julia Welker. Julia Welker, love it. So Julia Welker, um she she is a little bit bothered. And could you give me like two or three adjectives that describe her? Kind eyes, short, affectionate, um just a, sort of like a extroverted person. Okay, so when you get home, she's like, she's like, oh, there you are. You know, I've, and she's been watching TV. The kids are asleep. She's watching TV. Um, if it's maybe like 10 or 11, maybe your 13-year-old is like asleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. And um, and she like wakes her up. And her name is Tara, you said last time, right? Yep. So um, she's like, Tara, wake up. Wake up. Uh, like, oh, time to go to bed. Like, and she kind of like, like, kind of shuffles her off, and Tara's like really asleep. So she's like, oh, okay, what? Okay, yeah. And she's like, you fell asleep. You fell asleep. And when she goes off to bed, she's like, well, there you are. It's like, oh, hello, like, dear. Like, so I, sorry. I had made dinner, uh, and it's sitting over there. I got it. It's it. Well, it's in the fridge. So I was worried about it getting cold, and then I realized it would make more sense for it to be cold. I really wish you would have given me a heads up that uh, that you were going to be that late. I didn't want uh, I didn't want the kids to worry, so instead, uh, Tara and I just watched. We were watching Twilight, which gets into some territory that I'm not crazy about personally, but I know the kids loved it so much. And honestly, if it can get her to read, I'm more than happy about the situation. So. The deal we have is she can watch these movies so long as any, anyway, is, is everything okay? Oh, uh, well, of course. And, you know, we agreed that she's mature for her age. She can handle it. But, uh, you know, as for me, don't worry, love. I, you know, I'm leading a new team at work. I'm getting to know the guys. 
and they're they're good guys. They're really gonna they're gonna fit in well, Lord Corp. I think they're gonna like it much as I do someday, and I want them to have good good first experience with the company. But I'm so sorry I didn't call. It's just we've been so busy today. Uh, new cases to deal with. You understand? Hey, uh, Carl. How does um, Mr. Welker feel about his daughter watching movies about the existence of vampires? Oh, like he he's he's comfortable with it because um because it's just so far off base and like you can't avoid like the idea that all of these things we're dealing with are yeah. are addressed in culture in some way and so like to be weird about it would be more odd more than not to be weird about it um but but i do think that no one in his family really knows the full extent of his work they don't know like all about the supernatural world he keeps it very like he just describes it as like being the most boring job ever well, he also, I think, barely, it's not that he barely knows, it's just, like, so far there's only been one case where it's like, yeah, there's fucking fish people. Yeah, and he also started um, off as just, like, a regular guy. Yeah. So even if he did initially describe it, it was more like, oh, that was weird. Um, so he's not, like, steeped in it either yet. Okay, cool. Well, oof. Yikes. Okay, cool. So... She's like, all right, well, as long as everything's all right, well, if you're, if you want to stay up, uh, if you want me to, I can stay up while you have dinner. Um, there's a third one of these movies, and I guess it's still on. If you want to watch some of it, I can fill you in, but. He says, I love there is nothing I'd like more, and he will spend the rest of the night, like, chatting with his wife and having a loving relationship. Yeah, so I think we kind of like fade out as she's like, like, all right, the girl likes a werewolf and a vampire. The werewolf <laughs> is the boy who looks kind of like young Mario Lopez, but skinnier. The girl, uh, yeah, and she's like getting into that stuff. And he's like nodding enthusiastically. Yeah, and she's trying to follow along to a story that clearly she didn't 100% follow, I think. <laughs> and um, she's telling you these things in a very, very stereotypical mom kind of way of like, like, uh, <sighs> The one that Tara likes is this one, and he's a vampire, and he's he looked, but he he looks like he's a, one of those Gap models from back in the '90s, and they were all whacked out on dope. So I'm not crazy about that situation. And he, so it's it, I, remember, I remember when we all looked that young, but uh, yeah. And she's like, I hope I was never that pale. And like <laughs> we kind of fade out on that situation as you two are kind of having this like very domestic moment. Um, but yeah, we have another commercial break, and now we see all the characters together. And um, is the game plan to meet at this, to meet up and go to this state park? Yeah, we need, um, I think Sundry, this is warrior kind of crowd. Um, maybe we'll even let, they even know your music, but. I don't know. We got to ask around and, um, you know, find out how many mangled bodies they found. Okay. Yeah. I'll pick everyone up in the, in the mystery mobile and, uh, head out there first thing in the morning. Cool. So yeah, you guys can get out there. Honestly, you guys can get there at the crack of dawn if you want, but I'm imagining you roll up at like eight or nine in the morning. 
there's a bunch of different entrances to the state park. It's actually pretty big. Um, if you look it up, it's it's pretty enormous, and um, it um, has a few hills in the thing, which is un which is not super common in Florida, but it's mostly again scrub palm. Uh, scrub palmettos and uh, like live oak trees is most of the stuff on like a bunch of the signs that you go to you see like some of the wildlife includes you know like alligators all these crazy birds raccoons which are like how is that exciting to for anybody to particularly see but they're like raccoons are a natural part of the wilderness um but one of the things it does point to is indeed uh, the Florida panther, which it notes is like extremely endangered lately, uh, like mating uh, programs have have been used to try to increase their numbers. But they're still an, an incredibly endangered species that's on the cusp of extinction. You go around to several of the entrances because like the way the stuff is set up and like the way you can just look it up. It just says like this is the park. Here's the quickest way to get there. And when you get there, it's just like a dirt lot where you can wander around in a park, which is just a forest. And um, you're like, this can't be the one. And you look at the map on the thing and it shows you where there's a ranger station. And so then you guys have to get over to there. So when you actually find the ranger station, it's a good bit later in the day. So it's half an hour 45 minutes later um than when you had started and there's already some people kind of wandering around and um you see a guy dressed as in a park ranger thing and he's talking to them he's always oh, talking to a group of kids and he's like you see this here this stuff that's poison ivy you do not want to touch that and these kids are like what happens no he's like you'll be so itchy you'll be staying up all night with ants in your pants and he's like does like a weird little like thing and the kids are like oh what and like clearly this guy is like kind of a people person he um like uh these kids kind of go off with their parents and he's like all right um but yeah so here's he's like here's the ranger number in case there's any kind of issue and he sees and he's like oh hey there folks and you see a young man and i am imagining he is like donald glover late season community so not super super young donald glover in the very beginning but like not Donald Glover, this is America. And he's wearing like the kind of green ranger uniform stuff. He doesn't have the hat on. Um, but he's like, oh, hey there, folks. Good morning. And I'll sort of like under my breath to Sunny Charms as they're walking up and say, well, uh, taking point has worked out well for us so far. You seem to have a way with people. You want to ask ask him, what, ask him what we can ask him? Sunny is looking off at the... the the natural beauty all around us. Yeah, Sonny, Sonny more some country hits churning in his mind. And so uh, I'll instead turn to uh, Mr. Green and I'll say... Oh, well, I'm almost imagining what if Sundry is... Um, he like is the last one to get out of the car and he's kind of like That's still like, rubbing his head from uh, like a headache. Mm-hmm. Even better. Alex, what's up? Oh, I, I got this. Okay. Well, well, hold ho- hold on, Mister Blade. You're a man of many talents, but I feel like, uh, yeah. you know, between the team, we've got we've got all sorts of roles filled here, and I think this is a chance for Mister Green to, to step up. <laughs> you think this guy isn't on uh <laughs> isn't uh on my forum, dude? I I suspect that um his access to the internet and therefore your forums out here may be limited. Perhaps Mister Green would have better luck uh identifying with him 
Uh, you think that he hasn't heard of me? Okay. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> as, right, you were, so- as you were. As you were. Yeah. So he's he's like, uh, he's like, oh, is the first time you're at the park? Um, to Ashen? No, to just the group of everybody. You guys all got out of the same van. Talk to you, kid. Uh, um, I, I came here with my stepdad a few times, I guess. He's like, oh, yeah. That's it. And um, the ranger is like, I feel he picks up on like the awkwardness of that and is like, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he just kind of, he just like makes a point to look at everybody in the group and then goes, so the park is this many acres bit, like this is how big the park is and we got all kinds of wildlife. Um, are you guys just kind of hiking through um, or are you looking to... have an event here because they do have a schedule some of those things but most of that's done online i can log in and do it for you but uh and honestly the pavilion stuff that's not here that's over at um and he like goes over to the thing and points on the little a little uh like a map on the wall um and he's he just asks anyway but yeah so if you fellas aren't too interested in uh, any of that, then um, what can I help you with? And he kind of, uh, I think Ashton kind of looks to everyone and just like, uh, well, um, you heard there was some trouble here recently. He's like, trouble? Uh, what do you mean? Well, like uh, animals and stuff around these this area. Do you know anything about that stuff? It's like, well, I mean, this is a this many acres, and it's very, very large. It is a thousand something or multiple thousands acres large state park. I'm going to go ahead and say state forest just to really kind of hit that home that it is mostly a forest, a state forest. And uh, yeah, there are a lot of animals here. I mean, all kinds of stuff. You got your classics. We got gators. We got raccoons. We've got, and he lists like seven different kinds of birds. We've got, um, Oh, are any of those affected by the moon? And he, it's like, are you asking about nocturnal animals? What are you, I don't understand. He's kind of says, I can give you this brochure. I'm not sure quite what you're looking for. And uh, the, the moon cycles. And he's like, he kind of flips open this like notepad. Like, did you know there's four of them? And he asks. He's like, just kind of stares. Um, 
are you are you trying to are you trying to roll uh investigate a mystery right now uh sure go for it Ooh, pretty good. Uh, I forget what my sharp is, though. It is? A 10. One. Yeah, so a 10 total. 10 total. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. All right, so um, what kind of info are you trying to get out of this? So you're you're just trying to ask this guy about, so out of character, what kind of info are you trying to get from this dude? Oh, yeah, I guess what sort of creature is it? And uh, What sort of creature is it? Okay, yeah. so... And again, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to try to make sure to give you information. I'm going to try to have it be based around that question. Again, out of character, what kind of information are you trying to get from this guy? He's like, um, yeah, so are there any animals that are particularly active around these different cycles, especially the full moon, first quarter and last quarter, and not really the, uh, the new moon? And he's like... Like, I don't... He's. I think he'll just say, like, I don't really pay attention to a lot of that stuff too often. Um, oh, is there someone stuff. who knows about animals that works here? He's like, I know plenty about animals. And he's like, what are you? Where... So you want to know what kind of creature is this? What I'm trying to get from you, and I, when I'm asking like out of character, how are you trying to get to this? So out of character, you're trying to go through this guy and get him to give you this information, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So or is there another way to figure it out? If you're just like, we'll just leave and wander around ourselves. Uh, whatever is easier for you, Austin. It doesn't matter. So, okay. If this guy's a dead end, then I'll just leave. No, he's, he's definitely not a dead end. But I think if you ask him specifically about animal like killings or mutilations or that kind of thing, like a lead you already have, he can tell you, he's like, yes, actually, you know what? There have been a bunch of those situations and he'll talk with you about, he's like, uh, he's like, Oh, you guys can come in. I'll pull something up and he boots something up on his computer and he looks at it and he's like, Oh, I've been putting this on down on the calendar. Um, and he'll say, I'm, you know, um, uh, did you know that Florida actually spends more money on uh, fighting against invasive species than it does on education? Uh, is that based on the moon cycle or? And he goes, well, I mean, if things from the moon come down here, then you bet your butt I'm going to make sure that those things don't come down here and kill all these beautiful native Florida species. And then he, there's a, like a camera know shot of his notebook that he's taking notes in he just underlines aliens and says moon question mark yeah um and he says i've been i've only been this is only my third year working here so i started as an intern about two years back and um quite frankly they don't have a ton of people looking for these jobs who are willing to work for the pay that i am willing to work for so you know i'm young I don't have a family, so this was easy for me. Plus, I really want to make sure that native species are protected. And he kind of goes on a rant about, like, all these various endangered species in the state of Florida and how, like, if these go, this is a big problem. So this guy's talking for a bit. Um, and are he's like, oh, there it is. In this computer, like, yeah, like, was, was that kid, um, who was that college kid uh, a Floridian? 
Well, he means, yeah, he means native to Florida, like a native species to Florida. Was that college kid a Floridian? I am going to go ahead and say, and based on the fact that I'm saying it like this, Carl, odds or evens? Odds. All right. He was indeed a native Floridian, but not from Palmetto City. I'll say, uh, hey, where are you, where are you um, from? Uh, also, you know, also, you know that Jed Stoltz's cows have been regularly attacked, and cows are certainly not native to Florida. Yeah, uh, interesting. I'll be like, hey, uh, Trooper Dan, where, where are you from originally? And he's like, that's right. I haven't introduced myself. I apologize for that. My name is, uh, my name is, it is Dan. That's crazy. <laughs> oh wait, I have a name tag on. He's <laughs> like, you know what? I forget. And he's like, uh, Daniel Pringle. How you doing? Oh, shucks. What are your names? And then you guys all introduce yourselves. Uh, I'll just I'll say, we, uh, my name is Mr. Welker. These are my associates, Mr. Green, Mr. Mr. Uh, Charms, and Mr. Blade. We are here oh. with Laura Corp, and we want to oh, help. Blade. Damn. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's a Darn. Character. Sounds wild. Well, we've all lived some, we've, we've all had a little wild in our lives, but we want to help you have a little less wild in your life. And we want to, and uh, our company is interested in um, public safety around here. And he's like, we're com- these- company? Well, Lorcorp. Surely you've heard of us. You might, you might wipe your ass with our product if you don't mind my saying so. He's like, yeah, but you we're, wanna- we're headquartered right here in, uh, you know, Palmetto City. And he's right. like, and you want to help us out with uh, what's going on? Well, we have a lot of different divisions, and we've also got. Um, we have R and D. We have animal control. Believe it or not, corporations these days. You know, do you know that how many of the top corporations and brand names you know are all owned by the same companies? Sort of the same with Lorcorp. And I think he's like, oh, I know. Um, yeah. Could you go ahead <laughs> and uh, do a manipulation roll for this dude? Perfect. Been waiting to roll one of these because I have a really yeah. bad charm score. And he's kind of nodding his head, and he's like, I know. Yeah. Okay. I he says. I think he even says ominously. Oh, I know all about the Lore Corporation. I got a six, so you someone six. could theoretically help me if they're interested. Is anybody interested in helping out? Help you alienate this guy by talking about <laughs> corporate America? No way. Anyone? It's fine. Don't I don't care. Sure, I'll, I'll do it. Go for it. So I'm rolling with cool. The coolest guy is me. My cool is one. Uh, so seven. Seven. Okay, yeah. so that boosts that to one, right? Boosts that by yeah. one, so that kicks it to seven. Okay. Yeah, so this guy, you realize, like, he's pretty nervous about... Um, some the moment you bring up Lore Cor- the Lore Corporation, and you're like, "Oh, so many of the products you probably wipe your butt with our toilet paper." You probably bought, and you're like, "Oh, this guy." And I'm just gonna give this to you. You see all this stuff. This guy does not seem like he's super into the big corporate aspect of stuff, and it's mm-hmm. super clear really quickly. Great. So Mr. Wilkers is gonna keep going on. He says. You know, we're a streamlined company, and we handle pretty much everything. Isn't that crazy? Hey, uh, hey Welker? Yes, Mr. Uh, Charms. You want to check out those tracks outside that, um, you know, uh, we were we were looking into? I'll say, well, I was just having a... Oh, yes, of course, Mr. Charms. <laughs> sure, uh, and then how does... 
how does Ashton pop into the conversation to kind of save uh, save Welker's bacon here? I mean, it seems like Sundry already took care of her, right? So maybe he's like, yeah, over I could, there. I could use Ashton. Yeah. I could say, like, uh, oh boy, here's a local, born and bred. So uh, not all of Lorcor's, uh, you know, some giant corporate mess. A lot of us are just native. Yeah, and recognizing this is clearly not my forte, I'll, like, wander outside, like, looking around and leave them in the room. He needs to know that um, that whatever you're talking about has some positive impact on native species of Florida. Like, like he needs to know that that has it has something to do with that because at the moment he's hearing, oh, here's this big corporation that makes all of these products that he thinks that all end up in the rivers and kill all of these creatures and beautiful native birds here in the Swamp's Head State Forest. Um, I'll take a stab at that. So, sure. I mean, uh, it, sh- it should probably be Mr. Welker or Ashton since they yeah, yeah, helped out. Oh, it's, it's not going to be me. Like, I'm trying to get my way out of the country once I realize that, like, I'm not helping. So I'm not like, going to leave you two to, like, finish this out. Okay. Yeah, so maybe Ashton will say, well, yeah, you know, um, it, it's one of these uh, corporate initiatives that we're trying to help these local cattle and uh, wildlife that's being, you know, affected by these strange attacks and any anything that could could help you know would be really beneficial and you know useful for us but i mean if you don't want this these billions of dollars to help out the wildlife i mean behind us that's fine hmm and he's like well he's like i guess the gates foundation does a lot of stuff even though bill gates seems like he's Kind of a shady character, but anyway. All right. So, what do you? Uh, I'm sorry. What do you need? To, what do you? What do you fellas need to know? We're just wondering about them uh, animal attacks. That yeah, that's on right. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's my calendar, and he pulls it up, and um, you see several things where he can kind of go through, and indeed. Here's what you run. Um, did you already make your investigative mystery role, David? I did. I asked, uh, what sort of creature is it? And I saw I'm holding one. Okay. So, yeah, you can look at this, and it is very clearly a creature that is absolutely apparently doing stuff related to these moon cycles because you can quickly figure out from, or probably Herbert can figure this out in his, uh, like, in his brain that um, Dan Pringle is like on this date, we found this ant, like a deer that was um, killed by some kind of large creature on this date. We found this on this date. We found this on this date. We found this. And they're all very close to the first quarter, last quarter or full moon uh, state like date. They're not necessarily all the next morning of it, like after it, but they're very close to it. Sometimes like only like a day away. And you're like, okay, very clearly that's what's going on. However, the thing you know is the new moon 
does not have any of those, and Jed Stoltzfus also didn't have any of those either. So these right. attacks you are you believe are occurring based on the cycle of the moon that the first what? quarter, last quarter, and full moon are when this is happening. Uh, I was going to say, what sort of creature does that imply, though? Is it it, uh, it implies a strong creature that can leap over those barbed wire fences and seems to be directly related to the moon. So um, as far as what Darkblade could, websites and whatnot could tell you, some kind of were creature. Okay. So, so no, nothing new. Um, and then... Mm. Well, did you have something to say, uh, Sundry? Because I can hold this for the conversation. Um, yeah, I was just wondering, uh, y'all get panthers out here? He's like, there are panthers that we've seen in the forest. The problem is they're so uh, they're so endangered. Um, for the most part, it's in areas that. Uh, that are far we've we've made sure that in areas where they live to kind of keep trails away from them so yes there are panthers in the in the forest but uh, there's not a lot of them and he there, goes on, are there times yeah. you you see them more often than not he says uh, essentially he says no Okay. They're very rare to see. I mean, if we're specifically looking for them, we can find them. It's not that tough for us to do that. Um, but the areas where these things are happening specifically aren't the area where those panthers are. They're in the area where people go. And there's there's no, no kind of creature that's kind of affected adversely by light, strong light. It's like by strong light, and again he'll say like there are there are nocturnal animals, like a possum. Well, yeah, but sure. But did but, you know that the that the new moon is the brightest sort of moon, and the full moon, like, is there some kind of moon related creature here, or is that just not important to him? He'll say no. And he's not even, I think, aware of the moon thing. He's just showing you dates and Dark Blade can connect those dates. When when is the next um, quarter moon or full moon? Why? That's a great question. Dark Blade can probably tell you or you can just look it up and in fact on the calendar that he has it says that the next one is on the 16th. So it is the 10th. Can I look at that calendar and see whether... Or I'm sorry, no, it, it is the 11th, and it's on the 16th. Wait, what? <laughs> it's the 11th on the 16th? Make today up your mind, Austin. Today is today the 11th. Today is okay. the 11th of March. <laughs> Got it. The 16th of March yeah. is the next um, one of those days. Okay. Uh does he have any other like social events marked around um, or any other details marked around any of the other um, prior quarter moon or uh, full moon dates? Um, if you guys ask him about that. No, no, no. I like looking at the, at his calendar, looking at the calendar. I'll just say to move us along here. Uh, you don't see any kind of significant thing about that of like events. Okay. That are scheduled. Right, like if, if we're moving on, I think 
oh, did you find any tracks or anything left over from where these attacks happened? So the problem here is you're asking this guy and he does not know. So he okay, doesn't so know. He's a dead end then. He's not a dead end. It's just what the way that okay. you're asking sure. these questions. Well, it's like it's like this. Like, okay, I'm trying to interview a witness to get this information, but this witness only has part of the story. They're not there for the whole story, so they can't answer that thing necessarily. Um, he can tell you that. How about this? He can tell you we have a lot of cameras set up in part to watch the Panthers um, that do live in the forest, and we've not been able to see any of them do stuff. So we don't think that the whatever is killing these animals is Panthers. There's a possibility that it's poachers, which I'm or not, like, I don't want to say poachers because they're not taking the animals themselves or anything particularly valuable. Um, but if you're concerned and if you've shared with me that there have been like cattle mutilations nearby, let alone if you've shared that there's also been a person murdered and you think this is somehow connected. Um, he'll tell you that. If this is a creature that lived in this forest, there's no way that it could live in that city park. Um, but if it's a creature that um, is like comfortable enough with humans, maybe it could live in that city park um, or even just in the city itself, though he doesn't know what kind of creature that would be. Long big. So the answers to the investigate the mystery are it's a were creature and it doesn't live in this park. It lives in the city. Is that right? It does creature. not live it does not live in this state forest and he says it could probably just live in um the city or that uh city park. It's a creature that's comfortable around people and attacks with moon cycles. And is strong enough to jump over fences, presumably, and kill people in one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one combat easily. Yes. Um, is who's there with me? Sundry, I guess. Still, all all yeah. of you guys are all there. Not me. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, Welker left. Walker's right? outside, but uh, yeah. Dark Blade and Sundry are there. Gotcha. So I think he's gonna just aside for the camera, really, to. Sundry just like, well, this is stuff we already knew. I think this guy's a dead end. I'm done. I'm out. There's, I can't think of anything else to ask him. Go for it. Uh, well, I, you know, I just wanted to uh, thank you for your service, Trooper Dan. Uh, you know, it's not a lot of people who come out here and protect these uh, wetlands. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful country we've got out here. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, thank, well, thank you guys for looking into this stuff, I guess. Um, and is there, is there like a, uh, a program for grant money that, um, that maybe the park could apply to because. Oh, there surely is. Um, I'll talk to, uh, Mr. Welker about it. Uh, if you want to give me your contact details. Sure. And so you guys exchange kind of information with this guy. Indeed. Well, you got to catch this thing first though. All right, so I'm gonna get everyone back in the van and drive off. Okay. And as we're driving off, I'll say like sort of like the meat of what we've been discussing is sort of the conversation we're having with each other. Like, okay, here's what we know, right? 
We know that this is when it attacks. It's moon-based. It's comfortable around people. It's powerful. It can presumably leap. Um, and presumably there might be another attack in five days. And it's targeting outsiders. Here, let me targeting outsiders. Let me ask you this. Do you tell Ranger Dan Pringle about the frequency of these attacks? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, we got to go. We got uh, another one of these happening on the 16th. It's like a regular cadence. So he, so, he like, when you tell him this, he kind of, like, looks at you guys like, that sounds nuts. Yeah, that's what I thought until the last attack happened. Just plot it out for yourself. And I'll, like, show him a notepad or something like that. Yeah, and if you guys uh, have a notepad, it indeed does have, for the last almost, like, almost year, every full moon, first quarter, and last quarter date with attacks either in almost every there's a few missing here or there um an attack either at jed stoltzfus's ranch an attack here at this state forest or unfortunately most recently that attack on chad uh barker the college student are there are, are there particular attacks so are like all of the ranch attacks on like the quarter and all of the no. others on the on the fall or something like that nope Okay. Well, man, if you ask me, I think that Jed Stoltzfus is the closest we have to um, a person of suspicion, just given his proximity alone. But that aside, if this creature is getting bold enough to attack students on a in a park in the city, this is going to be a real problem. And if it's that comfortable with people, maybe that's where it'll attack next. Mm. Maybe it's used up the ranch or it's bored of the ranch at the park. I agree with you about that rancher. It's almost always the victim that did it. That sounds like some real dark blade talk. <laughs> yeah. Not so much. Uh, yeah. Sounds like some real content. That's like, that's a loaded comment about his own crime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I was thinking. Um, All right. So let me, like, unless you guys have something like real killer to say here, let me fast forward if that's cool. My idea is just to ask the agency if they want to help me at all. That's a good idea. We, the other cool. thing we could do is set a trap. I would love to. Set a big fake cow with like, <laughs> and like a Guernsey cow, like an obvious out-of-towner cow, you know, on the ranch. Cause a werewolf. Put lipstick on it so it looks <laughs> really sexy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Carl, go ahead and make your uh, eight dealing with the agency roll. All right. I got a four. Ooh, that's a stinker. Mm. Okay. Ooh, I think here's the uh, I think here's the deal. On a miss, you screwed up, and you might be suspended or under investigation or just in the doghouse. Oh, um, can I tell you that they're like they'll they'll give you some minor help, but they're pissed because um, in this time. 
they got two they were contacted by two different people including by the state of florida parks department (laughs) (laughs) um with this like request for this crazy grant that they're like what are you talking about and so now to like cover up what you're doing they have to give this huge chunk of money to the state of florida parks department i can say that away about that yeah Yeah. for, for humanity that's fine um, but for the company, they're like, God damn it. This is a, <laughs> like, this is really to them. It's not much of a deal. It's just like, stop making these errors that are costing us money. The other big thing is, um, they can contact for you and get you some information. Um, but, uh, the, like a local detective is starting to ask some questions about like what's going on and exactly how you guys are supposed to be assisting them. And um, I think that, again, the company just solved this problem in part with more money because they are fairly well connected. And they're basically like, hey, we've and they basically will tell you we've spent all the money we can spend to make some of these little issues go away. If we start spending more money, it will become it will become its own problem. So what you're doing, you need to guide this more carefully because I think that they're, I, and I think they use the term ill use of company funds and resources. And Mr. Welker's like, my heart, my heart as yeah, a company totally. man. Yeah, um, as a former accountant. Yeah. And so they had to, for instance, give uh, like the Palmetto City Police Department. Um, and again, for society, this isn't a bad thing. They had to donate um, like all of these uh, uh, five new cruisers. Yeah, they had to donate like new cop cars, basically, or like money well um, spent, if you ask me, or like, um, or even like uh, seen those Kevlar- old cruisers in the parade, like Terrible. Kevlar vests and new radios, and like they had to like basically give them a bunch of money and stuff like that, and so they were able to get you some information, and um, uh, they gave you specifically. The they can give you the name of this person, Addy Zems, who is a um, like looked at the coroner report and looked at all this information and is a zoologist and animal control expert. If you guys want to talk to Addy Zems, you can get some additional information. But first, we see a shot of um, a couple and they're camping we see like this cute young couple and they're maybe in their like early 20s and they are kind of backpacking in with just some light stuff and they have like um, a bunch of grocery bags of booze and they're like oh this is gonna be this is gonna be great right baby and uh, the the girl who's like a white girl with dreadlocks is like oh this is gonna be so good and um, they kind of walk past a sign that says Swamp's Head State Forest. And they go and they sit down and they are camping. And um, they're kind of drinking and they're getting uh, a little like a little frisky with one another. They're making out. And then um, she says, wait a minute, did you hear that noise? And he's like, oh, it's probably just like an armadillo or a raccoon or something. I saw them all on the uh, on the sign. I don't know why they even bother putting those there. Of course there's raccoons. And then um, we see that same shaky camera from when Chad got attacked. And um, we 
uh, see it like approaching and approaching and approaching and um, just as this thing gets right to the kind of um, like the cusp of the campsite where there's a small fire uh, you hear like like what are you guys doing here and it's uh, Ranger Dan <laughs> Ranger Dan Pringle and he's like you guys can't be out here and you certainly can't have a fire out here what the hell and he like looks at this thing like he like looks over at the camera that we see from the perspective of what oh. attacked Chad Barker and he looks at it and he like shines the flashlight at it and it kind of like runs away and then we see uh, Ranger Pringle and he's like what the hell was that and he like kind of gets on a radio and he's like, oh, so-and-so, uh, uh, this, blah, 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 so-and-so, this. And he's just talking to them and he's like, like there's some kind of animal out here. Um, they're like, what was it? Was it, a, was it a coyote? And he's like, it was at least as big as a bear. But no, it didn't look like a coyote. I don't know what the hell that was. This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Be sure to check us out on social media like Facebook, and be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. A little Game Master advice uh, based on what happened in this episode and some of the issues that we ran into. This episode um, actually caused quite a lot of disturbance at the table, and some folks got pretty ticked off because they felt they were being either railroaded or sandbagged, that uh, things that they had earned they weren't getting in the game based on the mechanics. So here's some suggestions that I have. Be clear to your players about what's going on and what they know and what they don't. That's super helpful. Honestly, whenever there's any doubt, if you're just more clear with them about that, it's better. If you're running a mystery, and we've already had some suggestions about this on the site, some suggestions for how to run a mystery, being clear that, hey, you still don't know this is good. And if you don't want to give them the full amount of information, that's okay, but just be sure that you tell them that you're not giving them that full information. Another thing is that if the narrative doesn't allow the players to do what they want to do, be clear about it so you don't seem like you're railroading or sandbagging them. Like, in this moment, you can't figure that out. All right, I'm trying to figure out the motive of the murderer just looking at fingerprints. I can't do that. That's not within the purview of what's going on here. I want, might want to know that information. I can't find it. So be clear to them about that. Um, and then if there seems to be a person that is not getting something throughout the conversation between uh, Ranger Pringle and David's character, Ashton, it seemed like Ashton just wasn't asking the right questions. And a mistake of mine was that I should have just told him 
or I should have asked him, is this a character choice? Are you choosing to make this character not do this this way? Is there a reason you're not asking these questions? I kind of got into it and said, if you tell him about this stuff, but the players then never said, I tell him about these things or I give this additional information. So they were asking, he was asking general questions about, are there animals that are affected by the moon? What's the deal with the moon? And so within the narrative, it didn't make sense that this guy provide that information. But what I should have just done was say, what is it that you're trying to do? And we should have talked about what could be achieved in this scene within the narrative framework that we had created, rather than leave my players in the lurch, feeling like, hey, I made this role, I got a good role, I'm entitled to an answer to this question, and I'm not getting that answer. So... Those are some suggestions that I have. We'll see you guys next week with the third episode, and we'll figure out what's going on with this creature and these sexy hippies.